Again, this is the NDC Radio Show Hour. And again, what are we? What do we do? Our show is to help you in many ways to help you save money on your health care needs. That's definitely a very important part in these trying times that we have now. And people are looking ways to save money. And that's what our show is about. And again, I am your host. I'm Alex Acuna, and within this hour, we'll have our special guest, and our our special guest is Shirley Darfus, and what she is, she specializes in tutoring for uh, people, kids that are challenged with a lot of issues, learning issues, ADD, autism, and you definitely want to listen to her. This is the second part. If you want to, you can go back into the archives and listen to our show, our previous show, and this will be the second part. I think that she has so much great information. I myself have an autistic daughter, and she has given me great insights where I've been looking and doing research all over and in five years, and she's given me more information and great you know, insights in the last, you know, week or so. So again, I think this is so important, and there's a lot of people out there. They have a whole bunch of issues there with neurological kids and all, and autism and all kinds of different, uh, you know, uh, issues. So again, uh, she's really, really great at this. So in a half hour or so, we'll have her segment with her live here on, on the show. Also, in a couple more minutes too, in about 15 more minutes or so, we'll have our health news segment with Dr. Walt. And Dr. Walt, he's very well known as the blood detective, and that's exactly what he does. He looks at your blood, and he looks at the chemistry on the cellular level. 
And again, that's really a, another great thing. And you can go back to our shows and look at the different series. We're just finishing up the fifth part of a five-part series on detoxification and the deception of detoxification. So again, people have different, uh, I guess, point of view in reference to detoxification. But he's pretty has a really great point of view. Uh, being in his practice for over 27 years and probably working with people, you know, probably in the the tens probably of thousands of people. So you definitely want to listen to his, you know, his insights into this. So, again, there's a lot of things that I've learned that I wasn't even sure about detoxification. So, again, you definitely want to tune into that. And, again, that this will be the fifth part of a five-part series. Uh, the parts we had before was on autism, and also we had a whole part on vitamins. So again, you definitely want to go back on PRN into the archives and look at some of these shows, and it's all there. You'll be able, and also on our Endacy Savings Club, um, SavingsClub.com, you'll be able to go there on the radio tab. It says radio shows, and you'll be able to look at these shows as well. So again. What is this NDC Savings Club? How did it start? Well, it started back in 2005 with the NDC. NDC stands for the National Drug Card. And what that is for people's convenience and to help people, and again, it's ways to help people save money, we created this free program that people can literally, if they have you know, no insurance coverage for medications, they're underinsured, they're in between jobs, um, and they're on document maybe, or medications are being covered by insurance, this is a way that you'll be able to use this program. And it's absolutely free. You'll be able to go right to the website, and it's nationaldrugcard.com, and you'll be able to go there, and you'll be able to even look for your medication prices right there on the site. You just have to put your medication and your zip code, and within seconds, all the pharmacies pop up that will get the discount, and you'll see the lowest price first. Uh, it will be name places, name brand places like CVS, right? Walmart, you know, Walgreens, and also your local mom and pop pharmacies. So whoever's going to give you the lowest price, you'll see it there, and that's what you'll pay. And all I have to do is just show this document. We also have an iPhone app and also an Android app if you want to download it on your phone and definitely you want to share that with people and it's absolutely free on the on the phones where that's where everything's heading in reference to technology you definitely want to share this with people and it's absolutely free so again it's just a free service there to help people save money on their medications so what happened throughout the years people ask you know do you have other programs that we can save money in reference to health care. And surely enough, I've been involved with benefits and health care benefits for over 20 years, and that's how the NDCSavingsClub.com came to be. We started this in the spring of 2014, and from that point, it's been doing great. We got picked up nationally by national radio shows, and that's how we came to also have this great show. And it's a great service. And again, it is a progressive program that helps people save money. It is the nation's first healthcare savings club that people can go to. And the best part of it 
it's absolutely free. There is no cost. You just go to the NDCSavingsClub.com, and you'll be able to browse around to see where you might need savings on. Right now, we have over 75 different benefits, and through those benefits are, are great programs like you know dental and vision programs that you can get discounted dental and vision. You also have discounted laboratory and lab work that you can go out there and get. So again, as you can see here, there's all kinds of programs from discounted glasses. In the next week or so, we'll have the company talking about the discounted glasses. It starts off like $6.95. So for people, sometimes you might see these dollar glasses that you might see at the dollar store. They definitely do not last much. For a couple more bucks, you can get something that it's not going to last you as a pair of uh, 50 or $100, but at least it will last you maybe for six months to a year. So again, uh, stay tuned for the next show, and that's in reference to these discounted glasses. We also have discounted podiatry networks. We also have discounted MRIs. And as you can see, everything is towards healthcare. We have discounted for contact lenses, discounted for hearing aids, and also the program goes into a lot of other stuff that you can use, like discounted, uh, let's say, for travel and legal services. So again, by the way, the Travel Club is absolutely free. You can just go in there and you can literally save a ton of money in reference to your travel needs because that's an expensive program there. So you can see we have all kinds of programs here to help you save money. Uh, we also have resources. As I'm looking at the program here for resources, I just clicked onto the station. We have here uh, for the Association for Injured and Disabled Workers that you can learn about it. We also have here free credit reports. We have here also a lot of government great programs that are absolutely free that people are not aware of. Here's a reemployment help. This is a whole program that helps you, that the government will pay to reeducate you to get a better job. And it's there. You just click onto it, and it takes you right to the website. You'll be able to speak to the people. We also have a bunch of government benefits that you can utilize. Uh, this is really important. We have here disaster assist assistance. And, and again, these are resources that are there that we pay for as taxpayers that the government is overloaded, and there's, there's programs out there that you'll be able to utilize. So, again, a lot of them are for free. A lot of them are research. Uh, centers or places that you'll be able to get resources uh, on here, which I think the resource is really great. We have a totally free Protect Your Child from Sex Offenders program there that you'll be able to go right to the website, put in your zip code, and up pop comes all the sex predators that are around your area. These are people that have been convicted, and you can actually see a picture of them, and you can actually see you know, what were they convicted of? So again, for these predators out there, this is a free service. I mean, most people will pay for this, and it's here. We just have, and again, it's absolutely free. So this is all under the resources. We have here Home Educators Resource Directory, and what this is, we'll have them in the near future also. It's a whole uh, program here uh, helping for um, for uh, home education for your child. And as these vaccinated things are, you know, they're going to come getting worse and worse, 
most likely, you know, they're going to have to force your child to be vaccinated. And a lot of us who don't want that, we don't want to lose further, either lose our child or further lose whatever we have left of our child, that we might have to homeschool them. And here's a whole resource that we have here available, and we'll talk with them in the near future. So as you can see here, there's all kinds of great programs uh, we have here also for coupons. Uh, my wife uses it all the time, uh, and she says she saves anywhere from 70 to over $120 or more a month just on uh, saving coupons that she's able to print out right to the site and for clothes for my daughter or for ourselves, for food, you know, and it's really a great program here. As I click onto it, and if you ever go to the ndcsavingsclub.com, you have here like, wow, coupons. You have here like grocery coupons. You have coupon codes. You got top deals, and all for you. You got these uh, Define, which gives you all kinds of great resources. And again, we try to pick out great companies or services or programs that are national. So then you're able to have access to it. And the best part of it is all of it, it's free. You'll be able to just go there, look around, and see what you would need. We have here also a whole program here for entertainment. So, again, if you uh, – there's, there's places there for, like, you get a discount tickets, like, for all kinds of sporting events. Uh, repair of your a lot of electronic devices you can go there and get advices on and you'll be able to contact these numbers most of the companies are all 800 number companies you'll be able to speak with them and these companies have been around for 10 20 30 50 years so again all better business you know rated you know a or b you know ratings so again it's all there we also have a whole section here for women and again, that's really a great resource there for women. We also have a whole section here for men as well. So as you can see here, we have all kinds of great programs. The one that I like the most is the one that says holistic and natural. And exactly that's what it is. It's for holistic products and services. And again, uh, of course, right at the bat, we start off with Gary Noe and the Progressive Mind. And there's videos on there. By the way, everyone... As we do conversations with these companies and stuff, we put up the videos so you can actually, at your convenience, 24-7, you know, 24 hours a day, you know, seven days a week, you know, anywhere, at any time, you'll be able to listen to these interviews. And I speak with the spokespersons and the owners of these companies, and I ask them tough questions and all, and, you know, a lot of them are great answers that they're there to help you save money. So as you can see here, this is what we have available. And talking about the resources, again, you have Gary's product line, which is also incredible. You'll be able to call up there, the phone number, and speak to get more information. We also have the Natural Awakenings magazine. That's a nationwide uh, you know, uh, magazine that all, has all your holistic doctors and products, everything in your area. And again, if you want to learn about it, you can just listen to the video, and it's right there on the website. It's archived, or you can go back on PRN and listen to it. So definitely you can share this with people and you know, let people know how there's all these great resources. Of course, we have Dr. Wall on there, some of his programs and stuff. You'll be able to contact him, and definitely so. And again, 
We also have iGozan, which is a product there. It's like a natural spray that cleanses out the fruits and vegetables, and it's all organic. You can actually see the videos, um, what, what kind of a difference it makes if you just clean with soap and water or you clean it with this great organic natural product, and it isn't that expensive. So, again, as you can see, we tried to give you great resources. Uh, who knew that there was an American Holistic Medical Association? Well, there is. You'll be able to contact them, talk to them. Great health food st- uh, organizations, like health food stores that gives you all these great products and like Momentum 98. So, again, as you can see here, we have all these incredible resources, uh, New Directions Aromatics. This is a whole company that gives you all kinds of uh, oils, essential oils, and you have here like um, – uh, all kinds like soaps and candles and stuff, and they're all a lot of the products are organic and certified, and you'll be able to get them at a really low cost prices here. And again, you'll be able to listen to the spokespersons for this. So again, this is the NDCSavingsClub.com, and this is what we do to help you save money on all your healthcare needs. So at this point of the show. I would like to bring in Dr. Walt and his segment on the last part, on the five-part series on detox, deception. Here's Dr. Walt. Hi, everyone, and welcome again to Ask the Blood Detective. My name is Dr. Michael Walt, and I am the supervisor of longevity services at Integrated Medicine of Mount Kisco, located in Westchester, New York. And I was nicknamed the Blood Detective years ago by a grateful patient who sought me out and I found out her health issue and helped her uh, overcome that. And she said, you're like a blood detective and I, it, just, it just stuck. So I, I wear that, uh, that nickname as a, a badge of honor and I just look and do not give up until I help my patients find any issues. The other thing I do is expose some nonsense, not just in traditional medical circles, but also in um, natural medicine because there is a lot of silliness there. And this is the fifth uh, segment on what I call detox deception. Uh, We said during my previous segments that a toxin is an unwanted substance in the body and toxicity is the bioaccumulation of toxins in the body. And I think that those of us listening to this show uh, have enough holistic common sense to recognize that when toxins accumulate in the body, and given how they affect different cells, tissues, organs, and organ systems, we can get any number of diseases, you name it. Uh, it could be from toxicity. But there's a lot of silliness out there in terms of testing for <clears throat> toxins and also the methods used to detoxify. So the goal of these segments has been to dispel some of this, but also to perhaps learn from you as well. So do post your comments on my blog. Uh, at www.intmedny.com or go to blooddetective.com. Follow me on Facebook and Twitter, for example. You will receive uh, my notifications and, and, and different articles uh, and topics that I cover, and I will answer your questions. And I also get the topics for the show uh, from your input. So, so please uh, do go there. You can also call me at 914-242-8844. So I promised you uh, at the end of the last show that this final segment of detox deception would focus on um, another 
um, questionable detoxification uh, methods. Now, some of these methods are just outright ridiculous, like ionic foot baths and low-temperature saunas for the removal of heavy metals, for example. If you want to remove ammonia and urine, then yes, uh, or urea through the skin, then yes, a low-temperature sauna can do that. If you want to waste your money, then just do an ionic foot bath. Uh, don't believe me? Listen to my last segments on the show, and if you've got some comment or information that you think I should know that would change my mind, please let me know about it, and I promise you I will look into it. I'm fully capable of recognizing uh, that I've made a mistake, but I have been doing this for about 25 years. I've seen an awful lot, so I'm very careful that when I present these concepts, it's based on quite a lot of experience treating thousands of patients and bringing many, many hundreds of them through detoxification uh, programs. So I clearly believe in the process of detoxification. It's just how we do it is what's different. So let's speak about colonics. Colonics are an extremely popular procedure promoted for the elimination and, and detoxification of various toxins by healthcare providers of different types. Uh, in my experience, most often there is the colonic therapist, which is um, technically speaking, uh, they may not be qualified to perform such an invasive procedure, but nonetheless, we have these people running around doing these sorts of uh, procedures. Uh, and there are others that are certified colonic therapists, and, and they uh, certainly may be uh, qualified in terms of skill level. So for argument's sake, let's assume that, there are, uh, that there's you know, little or no risk of having one or more colonics performed. But, uh, but I do want to say that you know, many patients say to me, you know, Dr. Wald, I'm afraid of having you know, a colonoscopy done by my GI doctor. You know, he or she says, I'm due for this now, but I'm afraid I've read of perforations and infections and all kinds of problems, so I'm avoiding it. Well, those same problems, they're probably much more of a risk when performed by a colonic therapist that doesn't uh, have years and years of training of uh, inserting instruments into the colon. So just, just something to think about. But for argument's sake, as I said, let's say that this is a safe procedure and, and you're with a qualified person. Generally, in my experience, colonic therapists tend to suggest that uh, a person should have a series of, you know, 10 or 20 or even more uh, of colon cleanses in, in a relatively short period of time. And others have a different philosophy. You know, they may say you just need one, or they may say, you know, do this one now and have another one maybe six months later if this or that, you know, symptom comes back. You know, there are various um, uh, degrees of uh, opinion there and expertise among uh, um, colon hydrotherapists. And, um, but, you know, here's the thing about colonic irrigation. It's claimed by the proponents of colonic therapies that uh, individuals, you know, um, always need to uh, have regular amounts of colon cleanses. But here's the problem. The problem as I see it is this. When you insert the instrument into the rectum and you uh, infuse the rectum with uh, water, and sometimes herbs or even probiotics can be uh, infused as well, you will certainly see lots of fecal matter, lots of toxic junk coming out, but you may also not, you may not see, actually, the, <coughs> the mucous membrane uh, being removed from the colon and the importance of the immunoglobin A immune system and all the endogenously produced bacteria that your body makes being removed. And just by putting probiotics back from some bottle, that's not your genetic um, probiotics. But 
that's certainly not a useless practice to take probiotics. Just realize that the probiotics, uh, you know, uh, made from a nutritional company are not the ones that your body makes. The removal of the immunoglobin A immune system in the mucous membrane of your colon is something that may take months to years or may never be replaced. Just because you feel great after a colonic cleanse does not mean you are great. Think about this. When you, when you infuse large amounts of water in the colon, you are clearly expanding the colon. That's the whole point of the procedure, uh, part of it at least. And you stretch out the muscular layers of the colon. When you stretch them out, they actually become weaker. A person tends to have worse bowel movement if they abuse colon cleanses. You know, most naturopaths and colonic therapists I've talked to, they do agree with this. So I do want to say in all fairness that there are times when I have recommended patients for colonic irrigation, and it's really made uh, the difference for them. I am saying that colonic irrigation is one of those detox elimination methods that has some real potential and use for a person, but also can be abused and can create harm. Finally, at least for now, when you remove the immunoglobin A immune system, either partially or fully, that's in the mucous membrane being removed by and large by the colonic irrigation, you're creating an unnaturally clean environment for the colon that is susceptible to damage uh, by anything going through the colon, inflammation, tissue damage, and if the body in the colon cannot correct that damage resulting from the removal of the immunoglobin A immune system in the mucous membrane, then inflammatory changes can result in polyps that could be benign and could be malignant, and other abnormal cells which could theoretically uh, promote colon cancer. This has never been studied. This has never been looked at. But these are reasonable things. These are reasonable mechanisms of causing disease in the colon. Uh, we know this, this is true. Uh, so uh, that, uh, therefore, applying it to colonic irrigation is not unreasonable. So I say, before you run out and get a colon cleanse, speak to an experienced, qualified uh, health care provider that knows the pros and cons of that therapy. And I want to just end the colonic therapy session by saying uh, this is a very useful measure for certain people. You just have to know, like every other type of detoxification or elimination method, when to use it and how to use it appropriately. Let's talk about chlorophyll. So another popular plant-derived substance claimed to be a powerful detoxifier is chlorophyll. Again, I say a powerful detoxifier of what? and how much of it and for how long and how do we know it's working. Uh, chlorophyll uh, you know, forms in the green portion of plants, gives plants its green color, and it does help, at least the plant at least, uh, bind and eliminate toxins. And there are studies that show that chlorophyll can help detoxify a person, but detoxify specific things, not heavy levels of certain kinds of toxins. There are drug toxins. There are and detoxins, what kind of toxin are we talking about? So the least I can say about chlorophyll is that it can be part of a detoxification effort. Uh, you know, just like various clays and or charcoal can bind to toxins in the gut, we need to know what are the toxins, how much of, the de of these detoxifiers, do we have actual proof that they're working because we cannot just rely on how well we're feeling. Then there's another method known as mud packing. 
um, this is not going to detoxify you. If you don't believe me, please show me some evidence that shows that it does. I think it's an absolute waste of money, other than it feels kind of good. Uh, coconut oil swishing in the mouth, uh, yes, that helps to bind bacteria in the, in the gums, in the mouth, which can cause um, oral disease, and oral bacteria can leak through the gums. They could then swim around in our circulation. They can make their way into the cardiovascular system. They can make their way into the nervous system, uh, a variety of cancers, diabetes, even osteoarthritis. Um, heart disease have been related to bacterial overgrowth in the mouth. And coconut oil and other types of oil do bind to a lot of those uh, harmful bacteria, so I like that. But, of course, we want to improve the health of the body in the mouth because if we have an overgrowth of bacteria in the mouth, that's usually because the body as a whole is quite unhealthy. And then there are detoxification creams and ointments. Um, no, these, these do not work. Uh, I wish we had time to, to go into them more, but they simply do not. So uh, fundamentally, I, I would like to leave you with this concept. It's important to build a metabolic map of yourself before you embark on a detoxification and a health program, and they shouldn't be separate. Detoxification is something that occurs every day in every cell, tissue, organ, and organ system of the body. A person's detoxification needs and elimination needs should be based on their needs. So if they're deficient in this or that nutrient, if they lack this or that in the diet, the diseases they have, the genetics from which they have come from, the genetics, um, their genetic testing, um, what medications they may be on or not, their level of exercise or lack thereof. There are many, many factors that go into designing a health plan that inherently has built in with it, or should, in my opinion, how one should detox. I rely on detailed laboratory tests known as my Blood Detectives Longevity Panel, which is a panel of blood tests covered by most insurance plans, and I look at a person's entire body as much as I can and I develop a, a, a well-rounded plan where I can show through pre and post tests that healthcare improves, that the toxins are actually removed, and all the detoxification and health methods are based on that person and adjusted over time so that we determine how you detox and your health needs over time. We are all individuals. We react very differently to what we do. And too many of us are simply going by how we feel to make a judgment call in the area of are we healthy and have we detoxed? That is a potentially fatal error. Thank you so much for listening to this final segment of Detox Deception. Our next show will be on truth and lies and acid-base balance, another, another area that just gets me crazy. So please tune in for that one. Send me your comments. Go to my website, www.intmedny.com or blooddetective.com. Please uh, follow me on Facebook. Join me on Twitter. And uh, you can reach me at 914-242-8844. We'll see you next time on Ask the Blood Detective. Okay there, Dr. Walt. Thank you so much for that great series in reference to detoxification Definitely, it made a lot of my conceptions of uh, what people are out there in these health shows and talking about, you know, the the shows that you see where you put your feet down and you and and, you, and the the the, uh, the pan, whatever your feet are, and they become all black and dark and all that. Uh, again, everyone, 
you know, please understand that uh, this is a person who's been doing this for like over 27 years or more, probably have dealt with uh, thousands or tens of thousands of people, and looking at it, which I really do believe, is looking at your body on the cellular level, having the proper blood work done, and see where you really do stand on, on, your, on your biological and cellular level. That makes sense. And he's been doing this for so many years. And again, everyone, you can actually go right back to our archives and look at the different shows and at your leisure 24-7. You know, go back there and listen to the different shows. And it would definitely, you know, wake you up to all kinds of different things that you weren't aware of. So again, Dr. Walt, thank you so much. And we'll look forward to your next series. Okay, everyone. At this part of the show, I would like to bring in our special guest, Shelly Dorfers. You there? Yes. Hi. How are you? How are you doing, Shelly? Great to have Good. you again on our second part here because uh, the show last week it did so well, and you brought up a really a lot of great topics, and I think we needed more time to go over and some of the things you have learned. So maybe just give people like a, a, a quick brief of what you know what brought you to this. I see that you've been doing this for over twenty years, mm-hmm. and and what is it exactly that you do? Okay, so I work with kids one on one to figure out what their special needs are or what their glitches are, and I learn to work more or less holistically because, for example, if their gut is not in good condition or they have a high yeast infection, or they have an ADHD diagnosis, they can't really concentrate on learning. So I use a very practical practical approach to looking for the uh, glitches that get in their way and to finally resolve all their layers, uh, primarily also using an academic approach. So I actually teach reading. I teach writing. I might teach speaking if I, if I see a child with hypotonia, which means that one part of their body is floppy and the other part is strong. I'll I'll work with them physically, have them do some stretches or movements that can help make the other side well. And as a result of doing this work for so many years, I authored the book Recovering Autism, ADHD, and Special Needs and put all of the things I do in there so parents have a chance learn how to heal their own children. And by the way, saying that, so I mean, that's really great that you're out there doing this, and it's just through your experience, much like we just have our prior guest, Dr. Walt, and talking mm-hmm. about detoxification, and that's his experience. He's been dealing with this. So you have a, a pretty good perspective view dealing, I, I would assume, with probably hundreds or thousands of kids throughout, throughout your time. Mm-hmm. Right. So, for example, last week we covered uh, some kids who have reading or writing or even drawing problems, uh, and you see them leaning over at their desk, and one arm is extended, and the face is in the lying down in the crux of the arm, and uh, they really don't like to read or write. What's happening is they actually have undiagnosed double vision, so that uh, people don't understand that when this child is seeing. The words are moving away from them on the page or mm-hmm. superimposing to the wall. They can't see the words. And unfortunately, most eye doctors never heard of this and pediatricians never heard. 
So when I see them leaning over, I implement some very simple exercises so that the left and the right eye can track and see together. And it can resolve a lot of kids' reading and writing problems. That's that's simple. That's really important. And, again, everyone, you can go back to our archives and and PRN as well, and you can look at the previous show. That's the previous week. So, again, uh, basically what that that, that child is doing is blocking one of their eyes so they're able to focus on, you know, one of their eyes. And the the, the horrible thing is that a lot of these kids – you know, they might not be nonverbal, so they can't even explain what they're seeing, so no one would know. Right. And, in fact, most of the kids don't know that they're seeing double because they've never seen any other way. They've always seen the words moving or the picture moving, and they, they have no other experience with which to even know they're seeing it move. So whether they mm. speak or not, they don't even know. So mm. it's important to look and see what your child is doing um, and as soon as you see them leaning over, just assume that your child needs these eye exercises. Mm-hmm. But, and, and you know, I had it, and I didn't know I was seeing double. Yeah, that, that's that what I was going right? that, to Shelly, that's what I was going to ask you. The reason why you know of this because you had it yourself. I had it myself. Uh-huh. It made me unable to read or write. Actually, I could probably read a sentence or two and then give up because I was so exhausted trying to find out where the words went. And I thought it was a mental problem. It wasn't a mental problem. And thankfully, at the age of 17, I went to the optometric center, actually the New York optometric center, and they spent a year giving me vision training with three doctors who were studying the field a long time ago. So thankfully, that was the, that was the first step for me. So within a short time, I didn't need reading help. I immediately learned to read because like, the word stayed still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wow. Again, everyone, as you, as you can see this, I mean, we're we're talking to people and our guests, and that's what I like in our show, that it's, it's, you know, personal experiences and what, you know, that's really the ultimate reality, you know, it, it's experiences. And, and, and people had this themselves or they have helped other people, and that, that's what makes this show pretty good, I mean, which makes it really great. So... The other thing, too, this book, which I did receive in the mail. I got both your books, and we'll talk about the other book. But I really like the book. The first thing that caught me on Recovering from Autism, ADHD, and Special Needs book by you is that when I opened it up, I saw you know, two columns of writing. And, and it's right. nice and large where I can comfortably read it. And I know it isn't just a lot of rambling, dumbling like most people write. You know, a lot of people just ramble on and on, and just because they think they can write, you know, small little print and have 80 pages on one page, expect me to understand something. Uh, I really love your book. It's simple, and it's it's just. And I'm just starting to read. My wife has also started reading it, and it's really incredible information here. And again, let's get back to those two columns. Why? There's only like a left and a right column. Why is that? Okay, so when you have a problem with uh, the eye seeing double, or whether you know it or not, the issue gets worse when you try to read from the far left to the far right, as most books are printed. Actually, somewhere in the book, I I make a scan. I take a scan and say. All books, all education books should be in narrow columns because when you read a narrow column, you don't really have to move the eyes together from left to right 
you can practically skim going downwards and the tracking issue is illuminated or decreased, radically decreased. So that's why certain kids will bother read a magazine, for example, but they won't read a book. It's just the placement. And my point of view truly is that all educational books should be republished with columns. Now, we're getting closer to that because you'll notice a lot of stuff on the computer are in columns. Yes. So there's like a, a natural, a natural, we're gravitating towards that. But people don't understand the printed books are better, not just for kids with trouble, but for seniors and for some people who are very bright and learn to compensate by leaning over who are in the sciences, the mathematics, they're in engineering. They have these issues too. It's just that they were better at compensating for it. Mm-hmm. So all books should be printed this way. Well, you know what's pretty scary, Shelley? Uh, um, I consider myself pretty smart and stuff, and I know a lot. And mm-hmm. when you I are. got your, <laughs> and when and when I got your book, I never <laughs> saw this ever in my life. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I had to make that decision. I was a little nervous about it. Really, I was I was nervous. Should I do it or should I do it at the end of the book? But uh, I got coached into doing it this way early on. I mean, it's worth just getting the book so you can see how easy it is to just <laughs> read what you want to read, and it's comfortable. Like you said, it's it's nice reading. It's really comfortable. The lines are spaced, and it's you just go you know left to right, short, and then go into the next paragraph. And you're absolutely right. I mean, it's kind of scary for me because I, I kind of know a lot, and I've never seen this before. So uh, I, I guess this is something in the future that and you're absolutely right. Websites are being designed that way because I am with technology, and again, our savings club is with the technology. We just we just launch our apps, and everything is one column. You you scroll down. Cause In fact, this is funny. I never found this out, but you might be able to find this out. A little off the topic, but um, I'm severely dyslexic as well, and I didn't get diagnosed till I was 25. But when I, I'm still typing with one finger on the computer, mm-hmm. but I'm looking at the keyboard, it goes Q W E R T, and I'm saying to myself, why would it do that? Why wouldn't the keyboard go A B C D E F G? And I tried to find out why it's so messed up. And here's what I was told, but I never confirmed. So I was told that the computer's keyboard is based on the typewriter, and that the typewriter they like to separate keys because you have to slam down really hard have that little stick hit the uh, ink and that they didn't want to put like an E and an A near each other because the two the two keys would get stuck so that they just continue this. But we're not using typewriters. We're using computers and it doesn't make sense to me that it's not in alphabetical order. It makes no sense. It's based on something from hundreds of years ago. If that is correct, I don't really know, but it, it just doesn't, the, the layout of the keys makes no sense. <laughs> Somebody for me. post that yeah. on Shark Tank. <laughs> well, again, this is interesting because, again, I am looking at a keyboard, and it makes no sense to me why the letters all scramble all over the place. I guess after a while, like anything in life, we become used to and accustomed to instead of fixing it and making it more efficient and better. Right. So um, you and I were discussing at some point, and I, I think I have a bold statement on this. Uh, we were discussing you know, what's going on with the vaccines and what's going on with our 
poisoned food with our genetically modified food, and then we got a water problem. We can go on all day. So yeah. it came to me today that United States has ADHD, Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, and there's like a divide and conquer in all the issues. So if you have a vaccine injured child, and one in six, in my opinion, are vaccine injured, then you're going to want to run and fight the new rules, SB, the new laws about taking away your right to refuse a vaccine for philosophical reasons or whatever. So you're you're going to run there, and then then other people are going to run to fight, you know, the water shortages and the fluoride in the water, and then other people are going to write, run and fight Monsanto, and then somebody's going to run and fight save the dolphins, save the world, save the whales. And it's come to me that it's a split ticket. People have to choose which one matters to them. And the question is, um, only 20 years ago, the United States had normal food for the most part. And when uh, DuPont and Monsanto, who were known for poisoning things, they made paint dinners and Agent Orange, how did it come to be that in less than 20 years, they got their hands on like 95% of our food. Like, were you and I sleeping at the wheel? How did we, how did this happen? Now, now, um, I'm going a little too bold for myself because I'm not that political. But mm-hmm. really, when you look at it, the, the family unit today, one in six kids is developmentally disabled, one in five children are neurologically impaired, has to struggle to pay their rent, to pay their food, their car, and the mother is working full-time, the father is working full-time, babies are being raised in daycare. So with this financial exhaustion and otherwise, there's no one to take care of the children that love them, that love them individually, how, they're too exhausted to run around and march or you know, go to the courts for the boats. They're just, they're too, we're too wiped out to even have the time to run to all these different movements. So I think yeah. that's how all of this kind of evolved so quickly. Yeah, that makes absolutely 100% sense because if you're just trying to survive and pay your bills, right? Uh, that means in Everything. I mean, I owned a business back in the 80s, a bar and restaurant, full bar and restaurant and stuff. And and, and it was interesting that my profit margins were about seven, about 80, 70 to 80 percent profit margin, maybe a 20 or 30 percent overhead. I, I, I have spoken to many business owners from all kinds of different businesses. It could be a dry cleaner, it could be a pizzeria, it could be a restaurant. And it could be a candy store. Uh, it could be, you know, a diner. And mm-hmm. I and and I and I said to them, you, you you think that this is happening to you? And and I tell them, and they say what? And I say, well, when I owned my bar and stuff, I I had like a seventy to eighty percent profit margin. And they like like in shock. Oh, that's not real anymore. And I say, yes. So, do is it? Is it right of me to say to you guys that now you have a seventy to eighty percent overhead with a, with a twenty or thirty percent profit? He goes, yes. He goes, if you're 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 lucky if you get that much, and what that is 
is the 70, 80%. It's everything from insurance to the cost of, you know, of your car insurance, the cost of food, the cost of utilities, the cost of insurance, the cost, everything keeps going up and up. So then most small businesses are going under because their profit margins is barely anything because of their overhead. So, Saying that, it's upside down now. It, it is. It's upside down. It, it flipped around. It flipped. It, flipped it completely around. flipped. So, and saying what you just said, saying that people have to work much more, and much you know, more. and saying that people have to work now, you know, remember back in again in in, in the forties and fifties and sixties, I remember my father's stuff. My father just had to work, and with his income. You know, not a, a you know a great you know really you know uh, you know uh, high income income. No, he just basically like everybody else. You know, middle class whatever, and that put us through school. That that fed us. And that took care of everything. And now, no more. <laughs> not no more. And now, not no more. Now, two parents can't pay the bills. The women yes. need to stay at home. The husband. The father was able to pay for the TV in the house. Today you have both working parents can't yeah. pay the bill for their house, for their basics. And, you know, that's, I, I don't understand. And the other thing is with the younger people, and then we'll go back to the book itself, but with the younger people today going through college, by mm-hmm. the time they come out, they're basically indentured servants. They yeah, owe three, four hundred thousand dollars in school loans. You won't find them marching for anything. They well, have to pay back their school loans. Well, that's the whole other issue there. I mean, not only that, but you get educated and and graduate to get what job? There is no jobs. No one, yeah, no, no, no one is telling the truth about that. What jobs are they? So there aren't any. So then again, that's what has happened in Europe and in Spain and all, where actually, you know, the parents would take out, you know, second mortgages on their home. And this is happening right now. That's just, this is yeah. what all these riots and stuff in Europe and stuff is because they took out the mortgages and stuff for their for the college kids' education, and then they graduate and there's no jobs. They're at home. And then... Right, and remember backwards, New York City used to have free colleges. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like beyond belief that they were free in the mm-hmm. 70s. They were free. And yeah. then in the 80s, they were a couple hundred dollars. But now, forget about it. Yeah, well, that's that's the whole issue there. So even so, what is happening? You know, these kids graduate. There's no jobs. No one's talking about jobs. There is no jobs. Everything is right. you know mechanized and overseas and call centers and all that. There's no manufacturing. Mm-hmm. The United States doesn't right. produce yeah. anything. There's there's, right. there's no trades. There's nothing. And and realistically, so what is happening? Can you imagine the stressors that these kids have to live at home with their parents? They're in debt. And then their home goes to foreclosure stuff. It's destroying family. So then, Shirley, the, the real reality is that parents have to work two or three jobs. Sometimes the husband has to work two jobs. The wife has to work a full-time job. You know, they're in debt. And then they have all these bills. And God forbid if you get a medical situation or something, that just pushes you over. So then in reality, that's how... You know, Monsanto's and stuff, that's why we have 90% genetically modified foods. This is why we're all going to be, you know, mandated to be vaccinated because we've been punched out so much that we're just dying on the side and we have no energy 
and and we have you know nothing to to fight for because it's all the the wind out of our sails has been thrown out and that's it we're just lying there and then we expect these these official people that we hire to protect us which they are completely in the pockets of the lobbyists and the corporations because they pass these these laws and stuff and then when their term is up or they get kicked out, whatever, they go back and work for, for these companies. Right, like the, the head of, uh, I don't remember the organization, but they were the one who were, who, who were bringing in more and more vaccines. Uh, she now works as the head of the vaccine department for Merck. I mean, yeah. it's like a, it's a song and a dance. Yep. Um, and they, they have an agenda. But getting back to the book for a moment, Mm-hmm. Um, I briefly explained, or we talked briefly about uh, a child's IEP, an individual educational plan. So, mm-hmm. if it's okay with you, yeah. I'd like to cover that a little more in depth. Yeah, that's important because again, we uh, this whole neurological and this whole thing, whatever, this whole encompassing thing of autism, which is incredible. That's everyone. That's a tsunami wave. You know, it you're is. just seeing the ripples of it. it, it this is going to be a, a one thousand foot wave. That's going to crash. Right, the, and, the, mm-hmm. Yeah, the autism kids are just beginning to age out of the school system, mm-hmm. and with nowhere to go. You know, ten years ago they weren't aging out; they weren't becoming young adults. But right now, you have your first, your second, your third year. There are a few who, who are twenty-five years old and aged out. Uh, well, aging out of the school system, they've had their special needs classes, and they might have their speech therapy or their physical therapy. Most most kids today don't even get that anymore because the term autism has been split up in the uh, DSM-5, the you know, psych- psychiatric manual of diseases. So somebody with uh, sensory processing disorder, which is a part of autism, now gets diagnosed with sensory processing disorder, of which you're not entitled to school services does insurance have to help pay for it in some cases? So these kids are aging out with nowhere to go, um, and it's, it's going to be worse each year. Now, when you have a severely or moderately autistic child, people think that the child has to graduate at the age of 18. But when you have a special needs child that's not correct, you have the right to have them stay in the school system until they're 21 years old. So if, if you don't accept a diploma at 18, then you get at least uh, another three years of education and structure before they have to leave the system. But the day they turn 21, they're out. So I want parents to prepare for that point mm-hmm. um, and not be so willing to just grab the diploma and then get stuck. So, well, people you know didn't know that. I, I did not know that. I mean, surely, yeah, most people don't know that. Well, but see, you you've been an advocate for many families right. and stuff, which is right. pretty incredible. I mean, you know what, Shelley? This is a really your your uh, an encyclopedia here of great knowledge through personal experience and helping people. I, I definitely would like to say off the front, you know, right off the bat, that we definitely need to have you on the show again for next week because, you know, our time is almost up already. And oh, you're we, kidding. <laughs> yeah, and we touch, we touch upon so many d- great different topics, and I, I can definitely do another five shows with you. So, again, <laughs> this is – and everyone – and the reason why I'm saying that because, again, 
I am a victim of this. I am a parent of an autistic child myself, and, and, and I see what is happening here. And, and, and again, just to touch base, because we've got three minutes left on our show here, Shelly, uh, let, let's, let's, let's show people, you know, let, let's top on this topic, and again, we'll, I'll talk to you, see if we'll be able to come on for next week. Uh, okay. let, let's say real quickly, what happened now in California? It's, it's almost making it into a law for religion exception. That's the only hope we have, and then that's going to be okay. the domino effect for the rest of the country. Right. So, you know, generally there's a vaccine exemption for religious or medical or philosophical. California has had a philosophical exemption for a really long time. The parents just signed the form that it's against their philosophical beliefs, and that was it. You could get exempt. But it's in the process of being changed, and the Senate voted 6-2 to get rid of all exemptions that you that up. You can only have a medical one, and getting a medical one is close to impossible. Uh, first of all, you have to prove it every year, and very few doctors are willing to write one for a medical exemption. So if you have a kid that died from a vaccine, and then you have a second child, and many are dying from vaccines, make no mistake about it, then you have a second child, and you know it's the vaccine, you saw the seizures, you saw the 106 fever, and off record the doctor said, gee, I'm sorry, it was the vaccine, but he won't write it down then you're going to be terribly concerned about not getting a vaccine, and your right to not have a vaccine is being taken away right now. The doctor that led this, Dr. Pan, I, I read, I don't know if it's true, that he made $192,000 money given to him by the vaccine makers so he could push this uh, Senate bill. In this case, it's 277 But what I want the listeners to know, so California's almost completely down. They're falling into the ocean with this. Now, remember... Only 2% of most children are not vaccinated. It's not like, you know, it's not like a large number. So they're closing the 2% of families who mostly lost children or had autistic children or whatever that were damaged. And so they're closing this tiny, tiny little window. Now, one more thing about that. When that Disneyland um, measles story was headline news day and night across the country, well, first of all, they say that only 130 kids got the measles. Second of all, uh, the MMR shot is contagious. So when somebody gets the measles, mumps, and rubella shot, it can spread measles to the people standing around them. But I think that was uh, quite a blow because within weeks, every state in the United States had bills pending to get rid of vaccine exemptions or basically a parent's right to choose. All right, you know what I'd say? Let's end on that, Shirley. Yeah, Shirley, let's end on that because our time is up. And, again, everyone, as you can see, is very informative, very upsetting. And at this point, Shirley, again, love to have you probably on our next week's show again. And we got a lot of topics to tap on here. So, again, thank you so much for your time, Shirley. And, again, thank you for your wealth of information there and knowledge. I really, and our audience, really appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right, everyone. Again, you can go to her site, go to our blog, you can go into our archives, you can go to her website, and her site is betterschoolresults.com. And again, everyone, this is Alex here with the Endacy Savings Club Radio Show Hour. And please tell your friends and family and neighbors about our show. Find us here on PRN and our podcast archives, and then tune in next week. Thanks, everybody. Thank mm-hmm. you.